we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. For these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form, as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer, while evils are sufferable, than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government, and to provide new guards for their future security. You're tuning into the Constitutionalist with Donny the Don. Don't be political property. Hello, hello, you guys. Tonight is more of an open forum on a Friday evening. Uh, we'll be discussing, we actually discussed a lot of things I want to discuss today, kind of yesterday. Um, but um, maybe everyone will have some time to think and sleep on it. So if you want to talk about something, go ahead and grab a mic here in a second. Uh, but I do want to talk about um, the constitutionalist movement real quick. Um, let me pull up the article that I had put out today, kind of giving you guys an idea what the direction is that we're going. And, you know, sometimes people are like, mm, I don't really know what y'all are trying to do and what your goals are. So I got some goals, it's actually more goals than this. Um, but I have, uh, just, uh, highlighted some goals that I would like for us to try to achieve in our, um, country. I put it in the live chat, and I'm also going to add it to the room as well. Back later and listen, you can see it. And if you guys want to speak on some of the... Oh, there I go again, my microphone. I have my thumb there. Sorry, guys. Um, if y'all want to speak on some of the things I list and discuss, you can. But yeah, there's that link there right there. So you guys can look at it with me. So I said, will you join the Constitutionalist Movement? Goals for the Constitutionalist Movement. Govern with the U.S. Constitution, Bill of Rights, and Declaration of Independence. Abolish the political party system. Restore our constitutional republic. Bring elected officials back home, away from the D.C. swamp. Elected officials represents uh, smaller districts. No more being ruled by big cities. Abolish all property taxes, repel all unconstitutional laws, free citizens that have been unconstitutionally enslaved by the government, um, end the human trafficking slave market, protect our borders at all costs, restore checks and balances of all three branches, stop funding corporate media, abolish all non-elected government agencies, abolish heavy regulations and taxes, end America's bullying tours across the globe, Tougher consequences for infringing on inalienable rights. Take back all land and resources stolen from the people across the globe by Republicans and Democrats. Deem both Democrat and Republican parties as terrorist organizations and more. There's more. Uh, but, you know, I feel like that was a big list where people understand and get an idea what we're trying to accomplish here. And I don't think it's, um, I don't feel like it's uh, confusing, like, 
sometimes when you see a new movement or a, a party or something pop up, you're like, well, how are you different from the Republican Party? Okay. How are you different from this, this group and that group? Uh, I feel like a lot of things that I just uh, put up and discuss, um, aren't discussed, um, at a national level or as a media level. So just curious if you guys have any, Thing to say about that if y'all are typing in the chat i just saw joseph some type something i haven't been seeing the chat recently for some reason so if you are typing in the chat that's the only one i've seen so far so hey darcy hey i'm glad you got to make it robert wanderer mom ice judge Lindsay, james and joe what's up but y'all already know i don't like talking to myself so um i want to hear y'all's opinion on those that list i just gave and I, and I think that those are some things we can definitely use to take back our government um, that's rogue and lawless. Um, I actually like how our government is supposed to be set up. If we were operating the way it was um, set up in the first place, I feel like we would have way more prosperous people in this country, more wealth in this country. Um, with the citizens here, people would be happier. Um, but until then, uh, we're not going to have that because the government doesn't want that. And then the whole thing, too, like, with the division. Um, so here's another thing. When I said bring back our people back from D.C., so they're in D.C., they don't answer your phone calls or anything whenever you're having issues. Um, say, we want you to vote against this and this and this. You call them, you get a voicemail or a secretary, and they never talk to you because they answer to who paid them, who put them in that position. And if we have them back here or where they're going to the grocery store, where we're going to the grocery stores, they have to look us in the face every single day. That will stop that. Also, if they have smaller districts, then they can focus on a smaller group of people. Um, opposed to, like I said, the big cities basically telling the whole, representing the whole state when that shouldn't be the case. Um, the other thing is, um, I, I didn't put it in the list. But I believe that I honestly, I think, depending on you guys, I think the people will be okay if we, if the government was like, hey, these are the people who are running for these offices, and they give a, a quick summary that the candidates give, and they're a link to their website so that everyone has a list of who's running for office. It is not just, oh, who has the most money. It's not just who the media puts on the screen. Where the gov like, I wouldn't mind doing something like that, like some kind of our money going towards that to um, figure out who we want to elect for office instead of, oh, I didn't know that person was running because you decided not to go to Ballotpedia or look at the whole group and then limit them to $10,000. So they'll be like, oh, well, my district's bigger. Well, if all the districts are the same size, uh, you don't need to be making more, raising more money. So keep that, that number low so people aren't buying elections and seats as well. And all this big old fundraising and all this money in these parties, like the parties should be gone by then. I think the parties should go away. They have, like I said, Democrats have been around for 194 years. How much money do you think's in that chest? How much money? Like I, I try to Google it. I want to find out how much money the Democrat Party has. They've been around for that long. I want to know how much do they have. Republican Party's been around for over 170 some years. How much money have do they have? So that's another piece too, but I was taking our, our money and our land back from them. Like they're the ones, they're the ones who did this. So we need to take it back from them. So Steven just called me. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. I, I just talked to Steven Darcy and he said he's going to call you back. And I was like, I got a show. I got to go. And so, um, he said he's going to call you, but, um, Lindsay says, 
Agreed. Done with both parties. They only serve themselves. Yes, they do. And here's the thing. When I say I want to abolish the two-party systems, that's so, like, we have a problem here. And then, you know, they could just go in and, and, and be a virus and infest another party group and do the same thing over again. So for me, I just want to get rid of all of the parties, get rid of the party system. It wasn't a party system when our forefathers set up the country the way they did. So, and we were warned by Washington what these party systems can and can't do. So, yeah, uh, I mean, sorry, what they could do to us. And look, he was right. Again, I don't mind having a short show. If nobody becomes a color, I'm going to close this down real early. So, um, that's, that's all I got for now. I'll, I'll let you guys decide if y'all want to speak on this, on this stuff or not, but Robert's jumping in. All right. Fight the power. <laughs> Josephson says, wait. All right. Go ahead, Robert. I, yep. Uh, I'm, d- I'm down with public enemy. Fight the power. <laughs> power. Yeah, you know, I, but I, I think we have a viable movement going. You know, as long, as long as we're careful to make sure that, uh, careful of infiltrators, I think we can really get something done. Because, uh, but that's what we gotta really watch out for because that's, because that's how a lot of movements got shut down. The MAGA movement was infiltrated by Antifa. Um, the, the, the Proud Boys, we found out that, that Enrique Tario, the leader, was a federal plant the whole time. And I met the guy. He's a nice, uh, the, he comes off as a nice guy and that, and they do good work. But then to find out that he was a plant the whole time, that was utterly fucked up. Um, so, and then, and then of course you got the conserva cucks, which I'm sure others will understand that, um, in the, the infiltrated movements. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy you brought that up, Robert, because sometimes you guys may be like, Oh, I like this person. Uh, or they may seem like they align with us or they've come on and talk with us or something before. And, um, you guys might be confused of why I haven't like invited them into our, like our little personal private group or something, or, or I don't really like have much engagement with them quite yet or anything. Um, that's because I'm <laughs> have to be pretty protective over, you know, what we're trying to, um, build. Before I was like, oh, sure. Yes. This is great. You want to do this. You want to help. And then I've been burnt multiple times trying to do this. People trying to use this movement. They trying to use whatever platform I have or whatever they can get and stab me in the back. And it was never about the movement, it was about themselves. And so as I'm honestly blessed that those things happened so early on, even be- also before the constitutionalist movement um, or, you know, they could completely like, ruin it completely. So I'm being more cautious. And also too, um, when I have, I just saw Joe put it in here that he's going to, he asked, he invited um, someone running for office to come up here. I'll say this too. Moving forward with the elections, like I don't believe elections are going to solve anything. Um, you can't really um, vote out tyrants. <laughs> and so 
I'm like I said, I'm not really gonna. If someone wants to come up and talk like a regular caller, cool. Um, but like to push their push any of their campaigns or or and what's the word endorse anybody? I'm not doing it anymore. Um, because I feel like there's different ways we can tackle the issues that we have. They can come on and speak definitely, but I'm not endorsing them or anything. Um, and if they want to come up and have a discussion with you guys, I will charge them, but I will tell you that I charge them. And I'll say that they just want to share their story on the platform. But moving forward, mm -mm, I have to have to change up how I do that with these um, election things. I've helped a lot of people and, you know, things just don't pan out or they just, I don't know. It just doesn't seem very grateful. And then, they don't do anything else for the people who have helped them. And that says a lot about how someone's leadership can be seen in the future, if that makes sense. Yeah. I I think that's actually a good policy because if a politician wants uh wants anything from you that they can afford to spend on the campaign, they can afford to spend uh spend a little bit to get a mic. And and they and nobody has a has a right to an endorsement. These a lot of these Washington D.C. types, they they think they're they seem to think they're entitled to power. I've noticed that because have you noticed that the people running are usually types that feel entitled to it rather than rather than have us spirit of service to the voters because I haven't seen many politicians that actually even care about the voters. Yeah, I, for the most part, I don't really see that. And then I noticed too, like they're on social media and stuff and they don't really engage with people. Man, I was engaging like crazy when I ran for office. Like if you were, Um, some other, we're, we're building a dream team, just so y'all know. And I'm excited for us to, uh, start, you know, learning and meeting certain, these certain people who will be helping more so in the background, but you'll get an idea how they will affect the movement, uh, moving forward. I'm really excited. Um, the other thing I want to uh, tell you guys, an announcement, not quite, uh, working on plans. I kind of want to get your idea. What do you think about this? How about a We the People barbecue tour this summer? I think that would be so much fun. Go and um, have people who are local artists like perform, and then you just grill and cook out and talk about our liberties and our freedoms. Whoever wants to come and eat and actually, you know, behave like human beings, humanize ourselves again, have a good time. The kids are running around playing. We're over here just sitting there and chit-chatting. May, may have a beer or two. I'm not going to provide the beer. It's BYOB. I'm not going to get in trouble legally if you're not old enough, but you know. I, what do you think about that? I think that'd be fun. I don't really see people doing things like that, you know? And I, I think it would show the, the, the beautiful side of our country, how we really are. 
opposing this this polarized divisive hate you for you thinking this way hate you for thinking this way i think it's going to really show yeah most americans not really like that deluge robert to joe citizen said where is the barbecue <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, I was uh not listening. Yeah, so, <laughs> so um so so yeah, and hey, uh if if you ever come if you ever come here to the Washington area, I'd be happy to DJ. I mean, definitely. So I think that us as a, a community, we can decide where we go. So say you're in like Memphis, Tennessee, right? You can say, hey, let's do one in Memphis, Tennessee. I will help you get that all set up and like, cause you know how the city codes work, whatever, to set up in the park and have a barbecue. This, we can just point, do it that way and we can plan it together with the tour, the, the, we the people barbecue tour. So Joe said, where's the barbecue? Where are you at, Joe? You'd be there too. Um, playing Thursday, H, yeah. Radio Freeman said, that sounds awesome. And then Wanderers said, only pe- pe- person we've ever had in office who didn't seek power was Washington. Very good point. Joe, you do Texas? Awesome. I'm trying to think of what part of Texas. I would want to pick one of these, the cities that are like outside of the cities where we have more freedom. Like, you know, the cities outside of Fort Worth. That's the kind of areas I would like to pick. Instead of like Austin or Dallas or... Any of those places find like a nice city outside of that area. Um, cause a lot of times those cities have a lot of regulations anyways. And so invite everybody. I just think though it would be fun. I think that this will be good for our country and it's really show that we're not, um, as crazy as the media paints us all. We don't all hate each other for the most part. Let's have a barbecue, Chuck Brown. Oh. <laughs> You know how some people say, "Oh, you're not invited to the barbecue." Well, if 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 you're just gonna be, well, if you're just not gonna like be fun or nice, if you're gonna come and scream butt naked and throw blood in yourself and do all kinds of weird stuff, protesting a, a family barbecue, you're not invited. But we'll tape you and show you trying to mess up people's good times. And <laughs> so I don't think that's the kind of place you want to try to. Uh, Go crazy on people at. But Joe says, I have a spot in Texas, but I have to remember the name. Gotcha. You know what, too? In some of these states, you can have more than one spot, right? So Texas is big. So we can probably pick different spots of Texas where we can do part of the tours because a lot of comedians do tours in more than one spot in the states. Now, I don't know about Hawaii. I might, I don't, I don't know. I might have to leave them out. I don't know. And Alaska, I don't know. That's pretty far. I don't know. It depends on the funding. So I think that will be really fun, you guys. I don't think throwing back to listener. He said, don't invite anyone from Hollywood. <laughs> Hawaii's an amazing place. I mean, we can get the fun for some of us to go up there and do that barbecue, but I don't really know too many people in this movement yet that's in Hawaii. If we find some people in Hawaii who are ready, willing to help get it all set up, boom, definitely do it. Alaska, boom, we'll do it. But is Alaska dark during our summer, by the way? Yes, mom, yes, you planned the trips. 
we're gonna talk about this when we get off the phone. By the get off of here, by the way. This spot is my secret spot for the 2024 eclipse. I better remember the damn name, y'all. You better. Hey, so if y'all know some people in Hawaii, we can figure some things out. So. Oh, and by the way, I didn't even tell my mom this idea yet. I only told Flamethrower so far. Hey, James, what's up? Hey, Donnie. What's up? Is that what's you really got your mom in here? <laughs> oh, yeah, but, she, but she's gone. She, she oh. come, she, she's coming in. I was going to say hi, Donnie's mom. <laughs> yeah, she, she's in a spiritual travel. <laughs> mm, okay. Um. All right, well, I just wanted to... Um, apologize for yesterday if i was like talking over you and getting too hot and stuff um like i i was trying to race through what i was saying because like um i know that you got you had other people that wanted to talk and stuff so like it, it wasn't like i was trying to be rude and stuff um, i completely forgot about it so honestly like at the end of the day, we're going to have disagreements and we're going to have to like try to keep order in the room, you know, so that we can have, you know, a, a smooth dialogue. Mm -hmm. But I don't really never really take it personally unless you really do something to me personally. Like, uh, I, I honestly feel like everyone in this room is like my family. Uh, you guys show up all the time. Um, and I really appreciate you guys. Now, it's cool. I didn't, I didn't take it too seriously or anything like that. I think that you guys are amazing. So, I just okay. we'll have family members that always just get along every single day and just kiss each other's butt. That'd be so not real. Yeah, I just I get frustrated about like 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 how it feels like nobody's doing nothing. Like there's like it seems like there's simple things like that don't even take a whole lot of like thought to put into it that. Um, people could be doing and it's just like uh, it's disappointing like I wish I was down there so because I'd be doing something even if I was standing there all by myself doing a little uh, peaceful protest on the border I'd do it all by myself and I understand your frustration completely and I think that you know planning is a good good idea um, things we should do um, but I also want us to try to be safe and effective. Um, I don't, want, I don't want anything to happen to you guys where um, they do you as a terrorist, or they have they take a cartel on you and they they torture you to death. So I, I, I think sometimes when people aren't used to the Texas border, they don't know about the cartel, and they don't know about the people uh, drinking and driving who are illegal, killing other people, or actual citizens, and getting back out and doing it again. So I just, if you want to come to Texas and do some things, you should come to Texas. But I, I just, uh, I wouldn't suggest doing those things because there's actually border patrol people who actually work with the cartel too. There's this, they've been implicated. So like, you never know who's really truly there to help you or not. They may steal your organs. I, but the thing is, I want to protect us. We can't, you know, really fight if we're dead. You know what I'm saying? So, or locked up. So that was my Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, um, maybe we can vote, but we can't fight when we're dead. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Well, I, I mean, like we, you and other people talk about like solutions and stuff, and and it's like I, I want there to be some solutions that we can act upon, and instead of like um, just like vague ideas of like you know we need to do something, you know, um, I want I something you. that yeah, something that we can act upon and actually. Do. And that's coming though. So what I was just telling you guys, I got I got a phone call while we're live just now. That's that's gonna be our our secret weapon and the solutions and everything. That's coming. Just bear me a little bit longer. We're working this out. I pray to God like to find the, the right solutions um, that we can use. It's safer for everybody else. And then boom. And I can't quite share anything with y'all yet. It's still in the works of the you know, building the partnership and everything, but, um, just be, just, just know that we're going to, we're going to be all right. Just keep praying you guys. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just, uh, sometimes I just think like, like I don't see people doing enough and, and I just feel like, man, I'm about ready to just like give up on America and just say, screw it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Cause, I think Cause I can't, I can't do, I mean, like, I, I mean, I can't do nothing about, uh, s stuff happening where I'm not at and I, I don't know. But, it, it's like, I'm too far. Yeah. yeah but there sorry. are things that you could do. It's just, you know, are you going to do them? Um, you know, personally in your state, um, like have you talked to your, cause I've told y'all, y'all could talk to your county sheriffs. And you guys can work together with your community and petition and you guys have constitution counties. Have you guys reached out to your, your sheriffs and see if they will even work with you? And if not, you guys can gain a whole list of people who would say, we want this, we want this in our county. And then when it comes to their reelection, I guess we're not going to vote for you if you can't do this for us. We'll find the person who will do it. So you guys have more power than we think we do. You just have to exercise the power because we've been conditioned to think that we don't have any. So there's different I, things that you can do. Yeah, I mean, I've thought about doing, I thought about like maybe running for office here, but it's a blue state. And, um, I, and so right now I have a goal of getting the hell out of here. <laughs> so here's the like, thing. If, want... if you're not affiliated with a party, you're just an independent person. Why does it matter if you're, it's a blue or red state at all? You find the people that are like you. Uh, it matters like because um, and also because I say the elections right now is not feasible because you can't vote out tyrants. Okay, well, I was going to say it matters because um, people support parties based on what their um, based on what their principles are, and people who vote for Democrats have. Um, they have di their their principles are oppositional to more oppositional to mine than people who tend to vote for Republicans. Like I know you don't like that whole Democrat versus Republican thing, but well, it's like, not like it thing. is. It's not a like thing. It's the facts. Okay. Well, uh, well, them having different principles, the voting base having. Uh, the people in, of those voting bases having different principles is a fact too. It's like, um, 
like I, you know that I'm a voluntarist. I keep bringing this up, but like uh, that means that I don't want the government to have uh, power over people. And um, between the two major voting bases, um, one of them supports having more government power. One of them supports having less government power. Well, what's the and, Patriot like, Act? Um, the Patriot Act is uh, is some um, deceptively named bullshit <laughs> that by, uh, by a was, yeah, it was put in place. Yeah, by a Republican politician, and, and I, like I said, I was talking about the voting base. Um, there's the a there's... The voting base. So here's the thing with the voting base: if if you have the Republican Party putting the Patriot Act in place, they um, they support red flag laws. Um, they support um, Texas has had a Republican governor for a very long time, and, and property taxes and the cost of living, everything's gone up since we have a Republican here as well. So if those if they're not just because their website tells you this is what they stand for doesn't mean that's what they stand for based off their actions. So the base isn't represented by anybody. The Republican Party represents themselves. They don't represent people because the yeah. taxes would go down or unconstitutional laws would go away. They don't do that. They do the same. Yeah, thing I agree. That's like um, when, when I say these things, James. It's not like it's that's why I, I try. Be, I'm trying to be better. You don't really hear me say things like libtard. You don't hear me say things like maggots or um, the, the going after the people in particular. I, I tackle the party. I always say the Democrat Republican Party should be deemed as terrorist organizations. I don't say the mm -hmm. people should be deemed as terrorists, but they will be if they keep supporting them. That's it. That's the only part of that. But... Um, yeah, but I've also heard you say that there are Republicans and Democrats that you like, right? Yeah, but I, I want them to disavow their parties and lead them. And I'm not, actually, I don't know a Democrat that I like, by the way. I like Thomas Massey. And oh, okay. People like him. I like Chip Roy. Very few people that I, I, I like. I thought I heard you say, I thought I heard you say that there was a Democrat that you liked uh, on one of your other call-ins, but maybe I misheard that. So maybe, um, maybe I said there may be a Democrat that I might like, but I don't know who they are. Like I don't, I, I don't know any constitutionalist Democrats off the top of my head. But um, do you think that the uh, constitutionalist idea is going to appeal to uh, the Democrat voting base? I believe so. Wow. I mean, I I really doubt that, but I'm like, I don't think they care many, about the Constitution at all. How many have you talked to and knocked on their doors or anything? How many have you talked to? Um, <laughs> not many lately. They They kind of like disavowed me after they, you know, found out that uh, I wasn't a, a, a Democrat anymore. So think about this too. Okay, if that's the mindset that you have, right, going into this, and and you, if you assume that maybe the mindset they have, then you just won't have that dialogue. I talked to a lot of people who are Democrats because I ran mean, for office and stuff, and a lot of them they just um they was like, well, the social media, There's the social yeah, media, well, they try to shape our opinion so that polarized division. I actually knock on doors and talk to people. And by the way, the election I ran in is nonpartisan, right? 
Non-partisan. Yeah, but um, <laughs> and uh, so you don't say you're political party necessarily because you know it's not supposed to be affiliated. So I've knocked on doors and people like liked everything that we have was discussing, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, we gotta get rid of these Republicans." And I'm like, "Oh my gosh." <laughs> Good thing I'm well, president. I don't mind being proven wrong on that. So, like, you can if prove that's the case, by talking to them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, they disavowed me. They don't want to talk to me. So those are how many people? That's not all Democrats. You got to remember that. We, we like I said, we got to bring this humanization back, and just not just just not assume everybody. I know people who have blue hair who are freaking constitutionalists. We got blue hair, purple hair, but we sit there and say, "Oh, this crazy blue hair, purple hair, pink hair person's crazy." But they, they may actually be a constitutional. They may actually care about having guns and stuff. But we just assume, based off how the media has um, painted people, and we're prejudiced on how we perceive people before we talk to them. Now, they're screaming well, and have the Black Lives Matter thing on their T-shirt. I don't know. It may be a little different conversation. But not everybody who's a Democrat walks around with Black Lives Matter. They have on cowboy boots down here and jeans. Some of them are farmers. Some of them are not. Some of them actually like the same things that we like. They like to go shoot and hunt, but they were Democrats. It doesn't mean that. How would you know? You were probably assuming a Republican until they tell you a Democrat. Um, well, you know, these are the uh, uh, these are the people that have their organizations where they have like rallies for um, gun control and stuff like that. I mean, it. Um, yeah, for those people, they, those people, those are small. It's a small percentage of people. That's not every Democrat. But I do, I do want to get to Robert because he's been waiting for a second. And All right. um, we'll continue this, but like, I'm going to just give you one last piece of advice. Don't judge a book by its cover. Be more optimistic. And I do understand you are in a state probably where it's less likely to find people. I understand what you're talking about. I get that. But try to just be more like open. Like, go to a bar, you know? Drink a beer or take a shot or something. And it's just talking. And forefathers, that's how, like, America was made. It was in a pub, figuring this out. So just talk to people. Because the people I know in your state, they think like you. You just, you know, you just got to find them. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll, I'll talk to you later then. Talk to you again <laughs> soon, James. Thanks. What's up, Robert? Oh, and I should said, maybe if their hair is red, white, and blue. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know what to think about that. That might be, actually, that could probably be cute, actually, depending on how they did it. Like if they had like the, the, the kind of like that white hair look with the red and blue tips or something. That might be interesting. It might be cute. <laughs> hey, Robert, go ahead. So, uh, I'll I'll say this first in response to James. Um, I live in a blue state myself, <laughs> but um, and by the way, yes, I'm going to the doctor about this cough. Sorry, guys, but um, but James, I've I've talked to a lot of people uh, from both sides of the aisle, and what I found effective is. If you don't have a party attached to you, 
people are more likely to actually listen to you. And sometimes they'll even go so far as to actually listen, listen to your reasoning. Cause, because I've actually, uh, I know a few lefties I've actually managed to talk them closer to the center after reasoning, uh, reasoning with them. Like, for example, on gun control, you, uh, so there are people out there that will listen and mind you, the beltway is one of the bluest parts of the country, but people here, they have a lot of people. I don't think we're that different. We have similar concerns, different solutions. We're tired of, uh, I think most of us are tired of the rapes, the murders, the kidnappings on the news every night. We're, we're tired of the gangs, the drugs that were, and I think, I think that there's, there's some people on the left that are actually coming from a, coming from a place of good intent that don't really, don't really appreciate the historical ramifications of their, of their solution and how disastrous it would be. Uh, because we've talked many times about how guns don't kill people, people kill people. And, and I suppose there is a discussion to have about who has access to guns and who doesn't. But at the end of the day, our government, like we said in the last one, the discussion, is in no place to be deciding, uh, deciding who owns anything right now. I mean, for God's sakes, I wouldn't even trust them with a pencil. Um, so, so James, what, what you have to do is you have to make, you have to really market yourself as an independent and actually mean it. And you have to let people know you're not on either side and some will respect you for that. And yes, there are going to be others that, that say, well, you have to pick a side. Says who? Who, who told you that you have to pick either or? Because last I recall that with third parties are not banned in this country. Who says that, who says the third party doesn't have a chance? Because if you remember, like, I don't know if any of you remember the, uh, the election where Ross Perot ran, but he, Ross Perot actually got us a pretty significant amount of votes for, uh, for the, for as an independent. And I know the Republicans were not, were whining nonstop about it. They were saying, well, thanks to that, thanks to Ross Perot, we didn't win the election. But, but that should tell you that yes, third parties do have power. It's just that they don't want us to have to know that. But can you imagine if this movement goes, gets big enough to the point where it's a threat to both sides? We can actually upend the the system and bring it back to where it's supposed to be because our goal is uh, we're not antifa 
Our goal is not to completely dismantle the system. Our goal is to restore the system back to the original order that it's supposed to be in. You know, where the cops are there to protect and serve. The FBI and CIA are there to monitor domestic and international uh, threats to the country as well as investigate heinous crimes like cross-border human trafficking, you know, not, not investigate you and I for quote hate speech. You know, the, the FDA, it exists to, uh, protect, uh, to, to protect our food supply as well as make sure the medicines we get are not tainted. That's, that's their primary task. The, the, the CDC, their primary task is is to make is to protect public health, and and correct. So correct me if I'm wrong, but our goal is to restore order, not just not completely dismantle the government. Appreciate you, Mr. Robert. Um, yeah, I want to restore, uh, we should, <laughs> we need to restore a constitutional republic for sure. Um, we have someone else who just joined. Um, I don't know who they are. My name is Jack. Hey, uh, Joe, citizen, is Jack your friend? It's about giving a home to everyone. Um, who's tired of the uniparty and corruption. That's just about everyone. And mass love information is the key. Absolutely. Robert, appreciate you for coming up and dropping those gems. As always, I will put you in the nest. I don't know who Jack is, but uh, not yours. Um, but we're going to close out here in a second. But I'll add Jack and see what he's going to talk about. One second. What's up, Jack? How are you doing this Friday evening? Good, good. I just want to take a, I got to go here in a quick second, but I just want to talk about how we need to get the government back to what it used to be. And we need to have it. So not it used, like now the most, like the people that talk the most are the people that are listened to and they're the people that are loudest on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And, but they're not usually the ones that are right. I, th- I think we need to listen to the people that are in the middle of the spectrum on the government. And that's just my two cents. Yeah. And I'm happy you actually brought that up, Jack, because people have accepted the far right title or the far left title. And I honestly, the constitution is right in the middle. Anything that's skirts away from it, that's when you're veering far, when you're veering to the left or the right. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Oh, let me put you back over here. Jack, go ahead. Yeah, I completely agree. It's it's kind of sad to see where this where our country is kind of gone in the last I don't know how many years but um I'm thinking I'm I'm hoping I don't know if it's possible to get 
it restored what like what it used to be. I believe that we can. Um, we're working towards that with this movement. If you could in the live chat um, and the, the description section. Actually, I don't see it in my description section. Did I not put it in this one? Hold on, guys. I must have put it in the wrong description section. What what episode did I put that in? Um, one second. Sorry, Jack. I have in the description section um, the goals of the movement. Mm-hmm. And I think it could be cool to, for you to go ahead and check it out and see what we're trying to accomplish. And now also, too, we're trying to build a dream team here <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, try to fight this together. Um, are you actually from Indiana? Are you in Indiana? Because I see this picture of IU on there. No, I'm not from there. I'm just a fan of IU basketball. Oh, okay, cool. I'm actually, um, I was born and raised in Indiana. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I moved to Texas in 08. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I have there, I have it. It's in the description. I will check it out. I have, in the beginning of the show, I already read it to everybody, so I'm not going to read it again. But there's a lot of things we can do to fix the country. You have a long list. And there's more, but I thought, hmm, I think that's enough for now. But mm-hmm. I think a lot of us can actually accomplish fixing our uh, country at the county levels, which protects us from the state, the city, and the federal level. Um, we just got to get in contact and discussions with our sheriffs and see if they're going to get behind us on constitutional. Now, obviously, with Elko County in Nevada, they have constitutional um, counties. And I think that's how we're going to do uh, a lot of fixing uh, when it comes to our rights. And they actually govern by the Constitution, Bill of Rights, and Declaration of Independence. And if you guys get together in your county and you're like, yeah, this, one, this is how we want this. We, the people, decide how we're governed, not you. And if they can't get jiggy with that, then we remove them. Or, you know, don't you make sure you guys fight for someone else to take their place. Um, but the sheriff departments are very, very important. <laughs> and people don't think about that. People don't think about who they're voting for in sheriff departments. They think about who's voting for president. They think about the mayor, the governor. But think about your county. Uh, that also depends on, uh, they tend to figure out who they're going to, how much they're going to tax you when it comes to, um, property taxes. Or and in Texas, they're paying for hospitals that, you know, we don't get any discounts for being in that area. But we're, we're, our tax dollars are going to hospitals. Like, just look into that your county area and see um, how it will work out for you. Okay. Okay, must have lost you. But um, I'm gonna go ahead and close this out in our anthem. Uh, we may speak again this weekend, um, you guys. You know, we typically end up talking anyways on Saturdays. So I'm gonna go ahead and close out the anthem. And I will most likely see y'all tomorrow. But until then, bye. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, and among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. That whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed.
that will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes. And accordingly, all experience has shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer, while evils are sufferable, than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. You're tuning into The Constitutionalist with Donnie the Don. Don't be political properly. Be free. And again, you guys are amazing. Robert, thank you. Wanderers, thank you. Darcy, Ice Judge, Lindsay, Joe, James, and Jack. Y'all stayed through the whole entire anthem at the end. You guys rock. Love you guys. Goodbye. Night.